Welcome to Embracing Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Avis Sparks. Thank you for joining us. I pray that something shared blesses you and encourages you in your walk with Christ. I, I wanted to come on today and just do like a surprise um, episode because I just want to invite you all to what we're going to be um, hosting for the next eight weeks in our Embracing Abundant Life podcast. We're doing this healing series. And the reason I decided to do it live is because I think that when we're talking about healing and growth and development, it's important to do not just by ourselves, but in community. And so I wanted to just take this journey with you all. And previously in the spring, we did a small group study on the book, my book, um, Michelle, to Healing the Body of Christ, Embracing Abundant Life. We did a small study um, group uh, Bible study on that. And I just saw the value in it and with the just walking through the book with those um, women. And so I wanted to do this in in a, a broader way, a broader way. So I decided to make that a part of the podcast. And before we get into too much, I wanted to uh, introduce you all to the co-host of this um, awesome healing series, my lovely sister, Andrea Gatewood. Hi, everyone. Um, I am so excited to be a part of the healing series and uh, for this summer. Um, as you might know, uh, it's going to be eight sessions. So within these eight sessions, we'll be discussing different ways of um, healing and how to develop our relationship with God and the body of Christ. Uh, so we're going to invite you in to come to uh, to watch the live stream on Facebook and YouTube and soon Instagram. Uh, we also hope that you know that it will be from on Wednesday, starting June 23rd, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. So uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Yes. And then um, after... We, we want a, a chance to just to, to continue the discussion. So after we do the uh, live podcast, we're actually going to go to the Facebook ministerial page um, at um, A Spark Ministries and um, and then just take the time and answer some questions. And so in the chat, you know, ask your questions and we'll try to get to that um, during that time and after our session, right after our live podcast. And the other thing is, do know that yes, we're doing this in video format, but after that, you can still listen it to audio on your different um, podcast platforms. So that's the Apple, Google, the Spotify, um, all these different platforms. You can still go and listen to the audio versions of the um, Healing Series podcast, even though we're doing it live and in video form right now. And the reason, um, so what is Embracing Abundant Life? What is this podcast about? This podcast is about encouraging um, us to just embrace and utilize all that God has given us. Um, and so that's how we get abundant life, by actually utilizing the resources that he gives us. And, and the book is titled Healing the Body of Christ and then Embracing Abundant Life. And we will be getting to the healing series. We will be talking about that healing, transforming, developing, growing part. And, and we, what we'll realize is all a process. It's, it's nothing that um, is we're working on one thing and then, we, then we're starting to work on something else. So the healing process, the growing process, that transformation that we're looking for, all those things take time. But while these things are taking time, we don't have to wait till we hit that end point, that goal to begin to embrace abundant life. And so I wanted to just talk on that just a little bit 
um, before we went into the healing series. And so when, I, when we talk about that embracing abundant life, we say what? We want to look at what God's given us. And so that means looking at the seed that he has put in our hands. And if you look at um, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the 10th verse, it begins and it tells us that he gives us seed and that he gives us bread. But then it tells us he will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlighten the harvest of your righteousness. And so we is just encouraging us to let us know that he is the source. He is what's going to give, he's going to give us the seed. He's going to give us what we need to do what he's called us to do. And so um, when we look at seed, we, we can say, what are the seeds that God has given us? Right. Um, Andrew, would you like to um, speak on that? So as far as um, when you first mentioned that you wanted to talk about the seed, um, I started thinking about like our, uh, uh, maybe our skills, our abilities, um, our character, the things that we can grow as we get older and the different experiences that we have, um, that we go through. And it's like those different experience, experiences um, is to show, to give us gr growth. You know, like, are we going to continue to have these experiences or are we going to just actually conquer these experiences and grow from those experiences? Um, also, like as far as the seed, initially, the first thing that came to mind um, was the parable of the master that had given seed. Uh, well, uh, it said pounds. It said talents. Um to those that worked under him. And then the, it was three of them, but one of them decided to hoard away um, his coins, his talents, his whatever. So let's put in the phrase uh, of a seed. So let's say that you had it and you just decided that you were gonna hoard it uh, because you felt like it wasn't enough versus a person that had, they might've had more, but they also, the master knew that that person was going to actually do something um, and multiply what was given. So I kind of, that was my first thought uh, because I felt like that was an experience that was personal to me uh, because I feel like God has given me different opportunities to, um, and honestly, just a lot of different skills, gifts, and things that I know that I could share with other people, but I've chosen not to. And then it's like, that's not the will of God. So it's like I had to get to a place where um, pride aside, fear aside, um, I'm going to start uh, walking in the way of God because I really feel like it's a faith walk to do something with the seed, to activate the seed. You can have all the seeds you want, but until you place it in the ground and water it and nurture it, then, you know, you're actually going to be able to, you know, have fruit. So let's start at the beginning. Let's put the seed in the ground and let's start watering it, uh, that seed. Yeah. And as you said, that that's so important. The first to acknowledge that we all have some type of seed. He's given us something, whether it's that one seed or whether it's that um, uh, five seeds. But they said there was actually like hundreds and thousands of dollars when, with those talents. So um, so it's like he gives us, he gives us all something to work with. And so it's not, we're not waiting until we hit that, that benchmark that we set for ourselves. We're not waiting until this situation changes. We're utilizing what God has given us now because that we, we talk about potential. These seeds hold potential. 
And when we talk about potential, it makes me think of this song that we used to sing in the Cherubim Choir growing up. And I'm sure Andrew remembers it. It's um, it's like we are promised, we are a possibility, we are a promise with a capital P. We are a great big bundle of potentiality. And this is something that children would sing in, in the church choir. And it was just letting us acknowledge that God has placed something in us for us to use. He has placed something in us that has profit, that, that has promise, um, that has possibilities that um, in, in his hands are endless. And so we have to first get to the place where we actually acknowledge that he has given us something. He has given us something to put in the ground so that we can have a harvest so we can embrace an abundant life. When we talk about abundance, that's, what, that's that abundance, that harvest. And it comes, that abundant life comes from actually, as I just said, activating the seed, actually putting it in the ground and allowing it to take root and get the nutrients and all the things that it needs so that it actually brings forth fruit. And so it's beneficial to us and it's beneficial to those around us. So that was right. an awesome point to just that the whole activation of actually putting something in the ground because we all have something and um, we may have to be prayerful about it. We may, as interest said, we may have to get over fear. We may have to get over insecurities. Maybe we have to get over pride to acknowledge what God has given us right now. This, we don't have to wait. It's something that he's given us right now to work with. So also I want to know how do we become good stewards of the seed? Can you help us understand how to become better stewards um, in that regard? Yes. Um, and so you'll find this in the book. We talk about a little bit about stewardship. And what is stewardship? It means, honestly, just managing what you've been giving. And we have to realize that everything we have, our breath, our homes, our, our education, our skills, our families, all these things have been given to us as a responsibility to manage. But as the word of God tells us, all of us, he is, we're his, everything on this earth is his. And so we've been placed on this earth to actually manage it. And what is our responsibility? It's not just to, it's to take care of it and to multiply it, it's to make it better. We're here to make things better. We're here to make an impact. We're here to influence people. And so when we're talking about um, this stewardship, you have to have a mentality that I can make a difference. I do have responsibility. I am important in this process because if you don't see your value, you don't see the value of what's in your hand, then it stops you from actually getting to the place where you're activating, getting to the place where you're diligent and, and taking what God has you and allowing him to multiply it. Because we know that, it said he gives us a seed, but then what? He gives us more seed. He's the one, it was the other thing that in, in um, the uh, New Testament, it speaks of, one plants, one waters, but who gives the increase? God gives the increase, but he can't give the increase until we plant it and we water it. So that's our job as stewards to actually plant what's in our hands and then water it so that God can actually make us fruitful. So that's, so that's the mentality that we want to be fruitful. Think about it. Right. I want to do something. Yeah. Yes. Um. So how do we actually... Would that be honoring God by just activating the seed or is there something else that's required of us so that God can get the honor out of our stewardship? And yes, yeah, sometimes we can't get narrow. At least I can. I can get narrow minded on what's in front of me. Right. It's like, OK, I have this project. I have this thing I have to do. Either hey, I have this ministry I have to do. I have these kids I have to take care of. But in the book and, and you'll see as we discuss. It's really about relationship. 
Okay, yes, we have all these things that he's given into our hands, but it comes down to he wants us to honor us with the things he gives us because we're in relationship with him. It calls us to honor him. It calls us to be diligent. It calls us to be faithful. It calls, I mean, think about if any relationship, even if you're working with your boss, we can use them, say a boss. If you're working for a boss, if you have a boss that you don't have a good relationship with and, and you don't like them and, and how effective are you at your job? You know, you can even have a passion about what's in front of you, but if you don't have a good relationship with the people that you're working with, it makes it harder. But the thing about it is, the work is awesome because God wants us to make an impact. That's why we're left on here to make an impact. But the main thing for him is relationship because he knows if you have relationship with him, if you're rooted in him, then all these other things comes. And that makes me think about that scripture that tells us, seek ye, not, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What? And then all this other stuff is going to be added. So it's not just the adding of seed, but it's the adding of, of that mentality to do because that's the grace mm -hmm. of it all. Grace is that ability, that the desire to do and the ability to do. So he graces us with not only the seed, he graces us with grace, which is that divine yeah. enablement and that divine desire to actually get this thing done. So it's not just about wanting to do it. It's about looking at who is having a relationship with the one who's calling you to get it done. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit more like more like it's more than activating. Okay. So um, I believe um, one of the things that you were saying that automatically came to my mind um, was when we, I, I've had experiences where I would talk to people. I, I've even seen videos of people in their Christian walk. We have a, a little extra co-host uh, that's making an appearance. Uh, can you take that up to the front? <laughs> Thank you. Daddy, open it. Um, as far as uh, their experiences, as far as having a relationship with God. And I feel they feel, felt that when they were in church, that it was more fear based than relationship based. And uh, I know that we kind of had the conversation that, you know, if people were more focused on the relationship and not necessarily the consequences of sin, if you, you wouldn't want to hurt. You wouldn't want to step out of line because of the relationship you have. You would be hearing from God. You would, you know, you would try to follow the guidance. You wouldn't want, you know, we uh, we grew up and we had the conversation as far as, far as uh, let's say, the bridge being broken, like, uh, or the communication being cut. And it's like, uh, for the longest period of time, I couldn't imagine what that would look like. But when you actually are receiving or you allow God in every aspect of your life, mm -hmm. you will have silly questions of whether you should go somewhere or not. Something that mm -hmm. minuscule. And then God will show you, no, you don't need to go somewhere. You don't need to do something. You don't need to eat that or something. And it's like, why would God even care about what I ate? You go ahead and eat and now you're sick. You know, like <laughs> because yeah. you didn't hear. Um, you know, you weren't listening. You heard, but you wasn't. you didn't obey. So it's like, but once you you get into a part where you allow God to be in every part of your life and you see that, you know, life is so much easier, the stress, you know, a lot of the stress will leave you. Um, and then honestly, the healing can begin because you take some of the pressure off yourself when you actually acknowledge God as a source, as a protector. And that, as you were saying, as far as stewardship, it's like we're doing our our jobs as far as contributing. 
Mm-hmm. But ultimately, God is who's going to enhance everything. Uh, but yeah, that's what I try to explain to people. It's like you want to focus on the relationship and not the internal damnation. You get the, Being saved from internal damnation comes with the relationship. So yeah. <laughs> focus on the relationship and not always... Um, the consequences the, and the, yeah. the, the, the doom and gloom. The yeah, doom and gloom. Like, there are consequences that we want to yeah. we want to avoid, but you would yeah. do so that. The consequences are there. That's one thing that we do also address in the in the in the book is that yes, God loves you. He he he's merciful. He's gracious. But just as Adam and Eve, when they sinned, he had to kick them out of the garden. It's just consequences to the wrong we do. And yes, he will forgive us. He will redeem us. And in some cases, he will restore in some form. We know spiritually, he always restores spiritually, but maybe not always restoring in the way that we want to outwardly. So he'll restore us. He wants to restore us. He wants to make make us better. And so when we're walking through this life, inviting him in, is restoring all these wonderful things he's given us, um, and we're inviting him in, we can allow him, as Indra said, to take, it says, you know, those who are um, laden and heavy living, laden, give me, give it to him. Give him all that stuff to actually carry for you. And then I'm going to give you something to carry. And then I'm going to teach you how to carry it. That's what Jesus tells you. He's like, I'm not going to just give it to you and tell you to handle it. He wants to actually guide us and how to handle our responsibilities. And so it's important that we have that connection, that we have the communication. We're going back and forth with them. So it's it's a, it so in stewardship, uh, I would say it's important that we first acknowledge whose it is is he is, um, right. and then acknowledge that the best thing, the best way to steward is through relationship. The best way to steward is actually having connection. Right. So when you talk about connection, um, I know that we kind of our roles can be somewhat of a, a conduit. Um, can you speak on how we actually, that role that we play as a conduit? Yes. And so what is a conduit? It's, 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 a, it's a, a tube or something that actually carries a sort uh, um something from one, a resource from one end to, to another, right? So we as, as children of God, we're conduits of God's love. We're conduits of God's blessings. We're conduits of all the things of God. And so, you know, we're his hands and feet, right? <laughs> and so when we allow ourselves to be that, that hands and feet, it means he has to flow through us. So we are blessed. We are blessed when we allow God to use us, but then we are blessed to what? Be a blessing. And so when we um, get to the place where we actually root ourselves, so what? We're talking about being a seed and making a garden, but we ourselves, we are trees, we are plants, we are that, that vine. When we root ourselves in God, when we're taking from the source, which is him, and then we allow ourselves to uh, let him flow through us and bear fruit, we are blessing to other people through the fruit that we bear. We're blessing with our time, with our skill sets, with our, our ministries, our callings, our professions. I mean, we're not limited this to ministry. Everything in our lives, even as with talking with my husband and anybody, if you're a teacher, that's your calling. You're blessing people through fulfilling your calling. That's being a good steward. And so when we are looking at being a conduit, it's allowing God to utilize what he's given us to bless other people. And then we're blessed because we're allowing him to flow through and and bless those other people. So we're we're rewarded. He rewards us for being that conduit. He he wants that 
we get abundant life from being that conduit because it's about that overflow. We have to have more than enough so that we can give to somebody else. So we use that more than enough. That's our abundance. And we bless other people. And so yeah. hey, rejoice in being used. I know um, I used to tell uh, my, my sisters, you know, especially with the way we lived up, uh, lived in, in the sense of serving. We were always serving and doing stuff. It's like, hey, if you're not being used, then you're useless. So it, rejoice in the idea of being used. Rejoice in the idea of being the conduit because you're blessed when you are useful. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the seed, activating the seed, how we nourish the soil and we nourish the plant. So how do we get ready for the harvest? How do we make sure that we're bearing the right fruit? Yes. Um, and th that's the thing is a lot of times we can pray, right? We can pray. We can ask for things. We can want things. But how do we actually get to the place where we actually reap and we have a harvest? We actually have to sow, right? So what are we sowing? We have to look at what are we actually putting in the ground so we can determine what we're going to get back. Because I'm not going to put, we hear it in the Bible, we hear it in sermons. I'm not going to put a, a grape seed in the ground and get some tomatoes. It's just not going to happen. And so we have to pay attention to what we're planting in our lives. Just look at it. Think about our lives is our, our gardens. What are we planting? What is it that we want in our lives? Do we want love? Do we want patience? Do we want forgiveness? Do we want, um, you know, discipline? Do we, these, we have to plant these things. He's given us the seed for these things. We have to plant these things in our lives, in our life garden, so that we can see the, the, the harvest of it. And so it says, um, the, let me see if I can find it here. Um, I had a little, a few, but I'll, I'll share eventually, but it talks about how we, how we sow. When we give a little bit, you know, you, we, God's not deceived. What you actually sow you're going to reap it. So if you're not sowing a lot, just like that guy who, who got his talents and didn't do anything with it, you're not fooling God. You're not fooling him giving back what he gave you. If you're actually sowing it, you're going to reap something. And so we have to actually say, if we want a lot, we have to give a lot. Um, right. And we're, we're getting close to the end of time, but I just wanted to share one thing. Um, a little revelation that God was giving me is when we talk about harvesting, right? We have seasons. And so we have seasons of when the, the tree, when we have apples, we have seasons for strawberries, we have seasons for tomatoes. And we know the, the, the society we live in, we want it year round. But you, uh, but you know, when you get it year round, it ain't all that good when it's out of season. And so we have to be in season with God. We have to see what he's telling us to work at, what he's telling us to do. I'm not saying we neglect anything. No, we're, we're stewards of it all. But right. we have to realize what is God calling us to be fruitful in. And so um, I, a friend blessed me, actually, Maisha, she blessed me with um, a ticket to T.D. Jake's leadership conference. And the, one of the things, there's a lot of beautiful messages, but one of the things that caught my attention at one of the end of things he said, he said, what are you willing to see? You're asking for this big, grand thing, but how much seed are you willing to put in the ground to get it? And I, he actually got me on that one because it was like, I'm, I'm asking God for all these things. And the thing is, I don't mind. I got plenty of faith, right? So I'll, I'll plant them, that faith all day long. But if he's asking me to plant something else, whether, okay, I don't have that much time, so I don't want to give time to it. Or I don't have that much resources, so I don't want to give resources to it or anything. It's like, what are we willing to plant? So it's like this seasonal thing. And it was like, 
um, for me, it was like I was used to God blessing me in one way. And so I would plant the, the faith seed or plant the obedient seed and get my harvest. But then God was like, hey, no, obedience and faith is cool. But now I want you to plant some resources and I want you to plant some time. And I want you to. So it's like these are the things that he wanted to bless in my life. So I had to be willing to say, OK, I may not have a lot of it, but I'm going to give it back. And I'm going to give as much as I can so that I can reap a harvest. And right. so when we're talking about embracing abundant life, um, we're going to wrap it up. I'm sorry. We kind of went with time. But it's just, this is just such a, um, a broad topic. And we just wanted to hit it a little bit. But when we're talking about embracing abundant life, we first have to see that God has given us all seed. Whether it was uh, only a handful of, if it was a sack foot, he, he's giving you something to work with. You don't have to wait for that day. You don't have to wait for that end point. You don't have to wait for that job. You don't have to wait that, for that relationship. God has given you something right now for you to plant and sow in your life and, and begin to water and nurture so that he can give the increase in your life and begin to walk in that abundant life. And so if you want we have to do what? We have to plant those roots. We have to get in God. We got to get the resources so that we can actually bring forth fruit at the end. So establish yourself in God, establish a relationship. And then, hey, pay attention to the season. Pay attention to the season. Can Where's I ask? Who wants to talk to you? I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, have one thing, um, add one thing. Uh, we were saying something about planting the seed and activating the seed, but we were also saying God can give us more. But when I really started thinking about it, once you plant that seed and you bear that fruit, that fruit will have the seed that you need for the increase. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I really I feel like you tore it up today. <laughs> you, you broke it down. You made it plain like, uh, you know, they used to say in the church, you gave it to us plain. Um, so I just really appreciate uh, your time and how much work you put in to sharing God's word. Yes. And so we want to encourage you all, if you haven't yet, please pick up your copy of Healing the Body of Christ. That's how you help to support this ministry um, and help us to continue to do the things that we're doing. Also, check out the website, asparkministries.com. Check out the website. We have devotionals and all the different things there you can check out. Um, and just remember, we're going to be doing this for the next eight Wednesdays at 2 p.m. So yes. check in live. If you don't get, if you miss it, hey, it's going to be there. Come back later to your Facebook, to your YouTube. If we figure out Instagram, it's going to be there. And by all means, Embracing Brundant Life is a podcast. And so we will have the audio version available for you on the podcast platforms. We and love don't you. forget the question, the after hour question. Oh, after hours, yes. Be session. sure to like the ministry page. Be sure to like that um, on Facebook is at a spark man. Um, so that you can join in with the Q&A um, when we transfer over at the end of this. We're not going to do it today, but we will be doing it next Wednesday. We're going to make sure to have your questions so we can answer some things, even have your comments so we can um, piggyback off of what your revelations, um, the things that God has been speaking to your life when it comes to whatever the topic is that we're dealing with. And so when we come back next week, we're going to be talking about the struggle. So get excited about it. <laughs> right <laughs> get excited about the struggle the struggle it night but god does great things in it um we all love you all you be blessed and you have a great day thank you for tuning in to this episode of embracing abundant life join us next week as we continue with the healing series where knowledge meets compassion if you haven't gotten your healing the body of christ book 
or study guide, visit asparkministries.com forward slash store or Amazon to order your copy today. We appreciate you being a part of the Embracing Abundant Life community and sharing this content with others. We want to remind you to subscribe and review this podcast. For other inspiring content, visit asparkministries.com. While there, you can subscribe to receive weekly encouraging newsletters and devotionals. Suppose you are enjoying the resources that are being provided. In that case, you can offer your support by sharing our ministry with others and purchasing ASPARK merchandise through the ASPARK Ministries website. Any of these methods of support are greatly appreciated. We want to hear from you. Email avis at asparkministries.com with your ideas, comments, questions, and prayer requests. We want to ignite a spark that inspires.